millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down a show from the TLC Network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows that are on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select a show to cover for the next episode by spinning our beautiful Wheel of Shame, which contains... Tons of shows, past and present, from the TLC network as well as the Discovery Plus network. Hi, Kate. Hi, Pauline. More oh, 90 day. More 90 day. <laughs> Guys, go back. We obviously have yesterday's episode Tuesday in which we discussed 90 day fiance. Um, but this week we are heading into the single life because the Wheel of Shape chose it for us, Kate. And you know we do not, do not go against the Wheel of Shape. We don't. It knows what we need. And I guess we needed mm. a lot of bad relationships. <laughs> Apparently, to realize how good our relationships are. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> gratitude was the and lesson. Gratitude, exactly. Well, I I have gratitude that my house hasn't collapsed because I told you a little bit. I mentioned it a little bit on yesterday's episode. I, I live in LA, guys, as you know, and Oh, like for the past week, we've been getting these warnings, 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 like serious emails. I sent some, I sent them to like, I don't know if I sent them to UK, I sent them to other people that it's like, we're getting six to 12 inches of rain beginning on Sunday, going through to Wednesday. This is going to be serious, severe, possible loss of life. I mean, they were scaring the shit out of everyone. Get these emails from our mayor being like, Malibu is going to have to evacuate. Everything's it's strong winds, it's rain, it's all this stuff. And I'm just like, this is everyone remembers, I think, um, in LA, like a couple of months ago, we had this warning of a hurricane and it really turned into just strong winds and some witchy behavior outside my house, which that was 
that was something else but um so we were just kind of like uh is it gonna be bad i don't know we'll see so it's it's we're recording this on monday night it started raining kate at one o'clock on sunday okay Mm -hmm. and i had gone out it rained a little bit on saturday i made sure i'd gone out and got all of the essentials now when i say essentials (laughs) went to tj's (laughs) I went to TJ's and I got this beautiful, beautiful flatbread. Mm. I got some crisps, um, which chips. Um, had a couple of beers in my fridge already, so luckily that was covered. Um, what else did I get? I got that. Oh, and their amazing um, biryani, their vegetable biryani. And some sparkling water. Got to have my sparkling TJ's water, always. Oh, always, yeah. <clears throat> and... Didn't I did forget to get batteries or any type of bottled water? But you don't need bottled water. I just f- filled up my filter. Whatever. I didn't get any batteries or another flashlight or any candles. But whatevs. Um, <laughs> I thought I'll be fine. I I thought I thought that's someone else's problem. I'm gonna be <laughs> knocking on their door to give that to me when I need it. So hopefully they start. But luckily I have fantastic <laughs> neighbors. No. So anyway, I I was like okay. It's going to be, an, it, we'll see how bad this is really. Yeah. I have not left the house. I didn't leave the house yesterday. I didn't leave the house today, as I said on yesterday's pod. And as I mentioned as well, I do feel very Grey Gardens-esque, wandering around the house, like talking to myself, even more so than normal, like even more so than I usually do. <laughs> la, 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 la. Just practicing <laughs> dance routines. I mean, it's been, it's been a lot. I can't stay in the house that long. Um, But I what I did do yesterday, I thought, you know what, this is a, this is the world saying we need to just take a break today. So I got this. My friend got me for Christmas. It was like, she told me later, it was only like under $20 at Costco. One of the fuzziest, warmest, softest blankets has ever been made in existence. She got it for me Christmas. It's a queen size. I pull it off my bed. I go, um, I have it on. I, I cover myself in it in um, the living room and I'm on the sofa with this cozy blanket and I'm watching Curb Enthusiasm to the last season to, because the new season started last night. Um, and I had the most glorious nap. And I wake up and I I was like, opened one eye thinking, has LA completely just fallen <laughs> off the face of the earth? Pretty much. The rain was insane. It did not stop. from what, It's still going now. Like I'm recording this at 8 p.m. on Monday night and it's still going. It's just going all day tomorrow. There has been mudslides in Studio City. Oh. There have been cars. The LA River looks like Niagara Falls. It's insanity. There are potholes everywhere. There's like no one can do anything because the city's not prepared for it by any means. <sighs> then we were just going in between recording and I get an email subject line state of emergency declared. The whole state of emergency declared. It's a oh disaster. My goodness. I mean, I know what you mean with thinking it might not be a big deal because um listeners if you didn't know I lived in LA for six years or so and um you know we'll be back and Mm -hmm. if you are from somewhere where it rains a lot and there's a lot of inclement weather and then you go to LA and -hmm. people who aren't used to inclement weather freak out Mm -hmm. and so it happens and people who are used to it are like, okay, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get through this. But this sounds like it's not that. It's the next level. So oh, it was crazy. And so then I was like, wow, you know, okay, well, everything's right. 
then Kate, I started to sort of cozy on my sofa, right? Got my snacks, got my TJ snacks, right? Yeah. Got my Larry. What, what <laughs> could you ask for, right? That and then said. I just, ha- having said that, <laughs> having said that, yeah. I just start hearing trip, trip, trip. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Where's that coming from? So I get out under my cozies and I go into my bathroom, trip, trip. And I look up. And I look on the floor. My floor is saturated with water. There, It's coming in from the vent. And I'm thinking, so I put tons of towels down, soak up the water. And I'm thinking, I know what happens if water's coming in from a vent. There really isn't much you can do about it. Because I used to work in the industry where we fix stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And it's just the the wind is so strong. It's pushing the water through the vent. And so I'm like, fuck, there's nothing I could do. So I just put the bucket underneath, drip, drip, drip. Um, and then I eventually go to bed because, you know, I hadn't rested enough that day. Apparently I had to go to bed and just bed early because I was so stressed. Oh, so then I go to bed and, um, my bed's super cozy because I'm very, very high ceiling. So you can hear all the rain. Lovely, lovely. So I get all cozy. And then I hear drip, drip, <laughs> drip. And I'm like, fuck, what? <laughs> so I go over and the corner of my room, these very high ceilings is a drip, drip. And I'm like, just put, I just stick some Tupperware underneath it, go to sleep, wake up this morning, and I go and see what's going on in the bathroom. Half expected the entire ceiling to come down because that's something I would sleep through. And <laughs> um, I look up and there are bubbles all over my ceiling. I don't know what to go. So I've, I've had the extractor fan on all day. And of course, I had to take a shower. So I go and take a shower. And I'm like, this is going to make it 100 times worse, I know. But I took a shower. I like my shower's nice and hot. And I get out and I just see there's more bubbling on the ceiling. And I'm like, oh, God's sake. So basically I did like what any responsible adult did. And I've just ignored it. So, Oh, my God. And all of this after toilet paper roll holder gate. Which is still going on. I want to no. tell you what I want to tell you what's going on in my bathroom right now. I have a leak. I have bubbles all over my ceiling. My bathtub is the the paint inside it has been coming off, so it needs to get completely resurfaced. It's also clogged, so I need to put hot water down it and bleach like twice a week. And I flush my toilet roll holder. I'm oh, a, my bathroom oh. is an absolute state. So I'm. I think the best thing I could do is just sage it. If I sage it, then stuff's just gonna the energy's problem gonna solved. go. Yeah, all of that solved. is going on in my bathroom. All of oh, it at once. God, I'm so, so sorry. I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna start going to the toilet in my garden. I'm just gonna go out to the garden, go to the toilet, there, shower in the rain. I'm not it's, using a bathroom. It's anymore. end times. <laughs> it's the end of times. So anyway, that's still going on. But last night's was Grammys, and I just want to ask you one thing quickly before we go on tonight today. Sure. So I didn't watch the Grammys, um, but you know, obviously, you're inundated with like what happened and reading about it and stuff like that. Now, this is. Not that Kate and I shy away from unpopular opinions, controversial statements, and this is not being um, contra- this is not saying this to be controversial for the sake of being controversial. It's not even controversial; it's just an opinion that I think you will probably echo. Kate, I don't know. Hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't get the massive, massive goddess-like status of taylor swift i i you she is obviously an extremely talented woman she's Mm -hmm. a musician she's a songwriter she 
deserves all of that success for being fantastic songwriter and singer and appeals to everyone. But I just wrote here, I what I cannot get is the, her demographic. I believe that you and I are too old to be her demographic. However, I don't see, however, then I see, like, because I do believe there are young, young girls, you know, that go to the concerts, these eight and nine-year-olds that have all the beads and love all that. So she's got that demographic. But then she's got, like, 45-year-old women that, mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, she's everything. And I'm, like, I just don't know what her demographic is because it's not me and it's <laughs> not you. I, I don't understand her. It's... She's got people our age because it's the nostalgia factor. People grew up with her listening to teardrops on my guitar and they've been along. She's her thing has always been a lot. Like when she was first starting out, Mm -hmm. she would interact with her fans a lot. She's, She's I think one of her big marketing things in building her career has to develop this sort of thing where her fans feel parasocial with her where they're her bestie and so people grew up with her and have root you know rooted for her for so long and they just love her and I I agree with you I don't really get it I haven't there's a few of her songs that I will jam to sure I like blank blank space I love and um there's a few that I I will you know I won't change the station but what the hell she is just on such a pedestal she's so overexposed at this point it's like i tyler kelsey of it all i I cannot even begin because when i go to our trades to do our research page six daily mail radar online all the respectable trades of course there are five to six articles being written by people that have probably spent years as journalists and are being forced to write about her as a football player. I am lost. There are her gigs, her gigs, her concerts are like, yeah, nine-year-old girls and then 50-year-old women. And so she's spanning all these generations. And God knows, I hope we don't lose half of our listeners right now. I apologize. I just have to say it because I'm confused. And dare I say, I'm going to say something else here. And I don't need all of my my icons to be beautiful, but I need them to have an edge. And she is a living, walking target. That's what she is to me. (laughs) Oh, like the store. Like the store. (laughs) Like the store. (laughs) And a Stanley Cup. Like that's what I I don't see her as a great beauty. I'm sorry, I don't at all. I don't see her as striking when she walks into a room. I know she's tall and thin, but I I mean I'm at a loss. I, to just to be devil's advocate. I don't think that sh- that's what she's trying to be though. Yep. Like I yeah I think her whole thing is I'm the girl next door. I'm you know and I'm your fine, I'm your you friend from class. Yeah, I get it. And I understand why that sells, but that's not the music I've ever listened to. And it, I guess yeah. that's just who it is. Like you said, yeah. growing up, she was around. I never listened to her because I, I wanted to listen to, um, I wanted to listen to an Amy as someone who was like a lot more edgy and grittier mm-hmm. and really, yeah. she's just has, it's just, it's going to a Saturday night target. That's who I, that's yeah. what I think of her. So I, like I say, Congrats on all of her success. And she you cannot doubt that she's an extremely talented woman. I'm just cannot see another article written about her. I it, it's I know. I'm like, let's hear more. Out. You know who's such an amazing famous. I know who you're gonna say. Pink. Pink. 
Oh, <laughs> Pink Island. I misunderstood I, album. I, oh my god, I was just thinking about like I'm who a hazard I to myself. To? Don't, Don't let me get me. me. I'm my own worst enemy. enemy. I'm it's a hazard to myself. <laughs> That's who I wish was getting all the attention yes. because that's who I was listening to. And Loved her. I've seen her live. She's doing, I mean, what more She's could amazing. you do? Amazing. She was, I saw her, I think this past year at um, Austin City Limits. Oh. I had chills the entire time. She is flying over, over the crowd. She's flying, doing aerial silks and singing, belting live at the same time. She nice. sounds amazing. So I just have to give oh. Pink her flowers. I, I completely oh. agree with that. Misunderstood. I want to go and listen to it. The, oh, I could recite every lyric from that album. I <laughs> so loved good. it. So good. And listen, Miley looked on her body. I've been staring at her <laughs> constantly. I cannot believe how good she's. I'm not really a fan of Miley. Um, I know somebody who's a friend of the pod is pisses <laughs> pisses their pants over Miley. I yeah. I don't really get her like that. Except I do. I loved listening to her acoustic bit rant, completely random, but an acoustic version that I saw her sing, um, called Pablo about her goldfish. That was one of the mm-hmm. best songs I've ever heard. Um. But she looked so bloody good. I couldn't stop staring at her in that dress. That was amazing. But anyway, for, yeah. that was the Grammys. I just wanted to yeah. get your opinion. I'm glad we agree on that, Kate. I'm glad. Yeah, it's it's just I'm a lot. Gonna... I'm t- I'm just t- I I respect her and I think she's great. But it's it's just a lot. It, it's it's a lot. Const- It's like the Kardashians. It's like enough, enough. I don't need to I see know. it on every single page on the internet. At least okay. they had a bloody DUIs and sex tapes and made it a little bit interesting. <laughs> true. That's you know? true. Very true. Um, okay, so to get into the show this week that <gasps> yes. the Wheel of Shame gave us, I do have the description here. It's just a mm. sentence long, just in case you're mm. listening to our podcast and you have never seen this show. <laughs> the Wheel of Shame gave us 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life. So this is how they describe it. Now single, 90 Day Fiance favorites are looking to find love again while attempting to let go of baggage from their past. They Mm -hmm. must navigate the world of online dating, setups, and first dates and learn to become exclusive with someone new. Hmm. Well, spoiler, they're still maniacs and it's not working (laughs) for any of them. (laughs) Um, Kate, I had been, because this is obviously a current airing show, some yes. of our listeners had been writing in and say, asking if we were going to cover it, um, and The Wheel of Shame made us cover it. But I had watched a couple of episodes. I hadn't watched a lot. And as we were, um, sorry, I'm trying to get myself maneuvered here. Let me just move the camera a little bit, which you will be able to see if you guys are watching us on YouTube right now. Yes. Um, sorry, little bit of movement. Sorry, guys. I am just so I'll just plug our stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, find us on YouTube, by the way. Search Tender Love and Care Podcast. You'll see our branding. You'll see it. You'll find yep. us. Subscribe there. You'll see all the video versions of the pod. Yup, 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 yup. Um, okay. yes. So I had been watching. I'd watched a little bit. Um, I knew that Natalie was back. We've got Natalie. We've got Tyre. We've got Chantel, Veronica, and then who's the other lady? Debbie. That Debbie. Yeah. And I think John. that was, and John, that's it. So Kate, we were discussing, so I had only watched, uh, I didn't realize there was a new episode out this week. I hadn't actually watched that. So I watched the previous one with Natalie's monologue that was episode five, <laughs> Natalie's Big Break, which yes. was. And I went back and watched Natalie's segment of that. Right. Yeah. 
Great group, um, right? And then I watched this episode, this latest episode, episode six called Veronica Double Dates. So oh, why don't you kind of talk yeah. about the things you saw last episode and then yeah. I'll take so to catch up on all of these ding-dongs we've got Natalie who the majority of this podcast will be speaking about so <laughs> she has moved it's this whole thing that she and her mother her mother's here finally and uh, she apparently got all her immigration everything helped and paid for by Natalie's ex which which is so kind and generous yeah um she's here they went met her in Florida and now they've moved over to LA and I love they keep saying LA because it's Long Beach I didn't know if you noticed <laughs> that that they're in Long Long Beach and she's over here because she's in love with unclear of really what they're supposed to be calling this relationship with this guy Josh she had slept with him and then remember she cried because he he left in the morning straight away um we saw it in previous seasons he's a guy that runs that bizarre modeling question mark company um and she's pursuing her dreams in LA because you know the best time to come to LA as a woman to start acting just from the bottom with no experiences is is 39 years old. So yeah. Natalie's doing the right thing. Um, yeah. LA will welcome her, or sorry, Long Beach will welcome her with open arms. Um, so we see her, we've seen her so far to catch up. She came here and she was staying in a hotel. She's like, I have a hotel for three days. I have no money, Josh, you have to help me. He's literally, she was like, you have to help me get everything. You have to help me get a car, a house. And he's like, what? And he's, she's like, me and my mother are going to be on the street. Me and my mother are going to be on the street. So he <sighs> goes and he looks at apartments and gets prices. And then she's like, I need a co-signer. So he ends up co-signing. They get a studio. Um, and in this episode, we see that, um, yeah, I just keep saying LA. And it's like, she's not in LA. But they were like, she we see her getting into a car, a little Fiat car. Mm. And she's on the phone to Josh. She's like, thank you so much for getting me the car. So he's got her a car unclear of what the agreement is of how he signed for who knows um this josh is a mystery we've never seen his house he's got kids he's got an ex he's got a wife i don't know what's going on and they're not calling each other boyfriend or girlfriend and they're not kissing or anything it it's josh wanting to be on tv essentially right right yeah he's he's her financier (laughs) but but yeah i just anyway so she's in the car and she's going to a job interview that was set up by um, Josh because his cousin works as a chiropractor at the joint, which we will know the joint is used to, was the downfall of Mia Thornton from Real Housewives of Potomac because her she owned a load of, of these and now she got cheated out of it and she's bankrupt. But anyway, that's, a, that's just a crossover for Housewives. So she goes to this interview, Kate. And mm-hmm. I mean, guys, you've probably seen it all online. She goes in there. And she, this is Josh's cousin. So she gets shown around, talks about her experience a little bit. They sit down. He's like, can I see your resume? She's like, oh, I, didn't, I do have a resume, but it's in the Ukrainian language. Oh. Like, oh. Okay. So what experience do you have? And she's like, mm, um, whew, whew, uh, can we come back to that one? I mean, the answers were amazing. And it only got better <laughs> when she started asking this potential boss of her. So have you met Josh's ex? Uh, it was <laughs> beautiful. And so she starts interrogating this guy and telling him all about her relationship with Josh during her job interview. And he's like, yeah, I can't say I've ever had an interview like that before. They've started asking me about my cousin's love life. But, you know, it was great. And Natalie's happy as anything. She says, you know, 
I'm here to be an actress and I guess I need to get a job before, you know, job as I'm pursuing acting. And great, great. So then we see that she has this dinner party and she's having a dinner party to thank Josh. So it's her and her mum in the studio and it's going to be Josh coming over with his friend who's a movie producer. And you're looking at a woman who's 39 and she it's as though it's a 15-year-old that's been put on the streets of Hollywood Boulevard thinking that that some guy's going to run into her at an ice cream shop and make her a movie star, you know? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm going to meet, oh, he's a producer. And the mother's like, really? Yeah, he's a producer. I'm going to, this is a serious Hollywood producer. Love. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> this is a serious Hollywood producer I'm going to meet. So they lay out the table and they look like they went to some effort. They have all this seafood and they have all this food set up. And then Josh comes, I can't, Josh comes in and the the producer and his girlfriend or wife, and he's like, oh, uh, Josh, you need to sit, um, sorry, you're going to have to sit on the edge of the bed because we don't have another chair. Right. And there's no cognizance about how kooky this whole situation is. It's her mother sat there who doesn't speak any English, who believes this 39-year-old is just landed in LA and is going to marry this guy, Josh, and become a millionaire actress, like multimillionaire famous actress. Right. You have some producer guy who's just ruined his entire reputation, if he had any, by appearing on this show. A girlfriend that's just utterly confused to why she's there. And then Josh trying to promote his fake modeling business. I don't know why he's there. So they sit through this dinner party. And of course, guys, if you've watched it, you know, the best scene is she's talking about how she wants to be an actress and how she wants to do all of this stuff. And she says, can I, I can't do her accent, even though my accent works fantastic, but I can't do it. Can I just recite some um, Shakespeare for you? I'm not a professional actress, but. Not, oh, the teeth are always clenched. As well. Definitely yeah. a great entertainer. Definitely and a great entertainer. I can't do it. Yeah. she's. He's like, Great, yeah. <laughs> so she puts her head down. It, You know, everything with her is exaggerated. Like her arm movements are exaggerated. Her looks are exaggerated. Her, like everything is. So she puts her head down and brings it up with these massive big blue eyes and recites some sonnet or something from a Shakespearean play, but in Russian. So no one knew what she was saying apart from her mother. And then she finishes and thinks she's going to be a movie star. It was, she's like, and scene. To be, uh, I was, okay. I was impressed with David, the producer's poker face. Mm. He kept a completely straight face. He was it, the best actor there. It, he he was, <laughs> it was, it was like Simon Cowell when they have all those terrible singers come in, just like straight, completely straight face. And he's like, great job. And she's like, oh, thank you. And then. She actually gets something out of it, an audition for a horror film. Which is perfect. Perfect. And I got to say, I mean, that's more than some people get in their first few weeks living in L.A. A lot uh, of sure. people don't get that. Sure. I mean, <laughs> we have to see what type of production this is going to be be and what she's going to be playing it might be like that episode of always sunny in philadelphia where she's just hired to play a dead body you know when right. was just hired to play a dead body <laughs> and she would play the hell out of that role she would but it um, would be someone who died with their eyes open just yeah. piercing yeah <laughs> 
Um, so she's now convinced that I mean, I've just never known naivety like it in my entire life. I really haven't. And so she's really excited to be in a horror movie. I need every minute of that to be filmed, of her getting ready to go to that set that first day, getting her lines, which I don't think there'll be any, but I need every single second of that filmed because she is going, it's going to be exactly like that episode of Always Sunny. Do you think we'll see it? Oh, please. The audition. The producers, well, we're only on episode five on this season. Oh, so yeah. Hopefully. Oh, my gosh. Please, please. So what else happens with Natalie? That was all of her in this episode. What happens in the one sure. that you watched? Okay, so she's feeling confident she's talking about how confident she feels that you know this monologue is going is her ticket to stardom and she's at lunch with her mom and the mom keeps going on and on about how amazing michael was and they they facetime michael and she's like i have a surprise for you ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And she flips it around and it's her mom and they have a nice conversation. Michael, he's like so happy to see them. It seems like he's like, hi guys and everything. And um, Natalie's like, it's going to be hard for my mom to connect with Josh because she's still so connected to Michael. She loves Michael. And um, so that's kind of their scene. And then we see Josh meet up with his friends slash colleagues who apparently one of them is the COO of his company and Stop. one is one Stop. is a director Stop. and their okay. names are Peyton and Ty. And oh, this mate. is a really long scene where they are first talking business, which includes the statement. Our goal is three trips to Dubai this year. Sorry. What? And I said, and then they're talking passports. Does everyone have their passport? Does so-and-so have a passport? Oh yeah, she has a passport. She, she came to Canada with us the other week. And I'm like, what are you doing in Dubai three times a year? Um, first of all, all these people think by saying they're going to Dubai makes them like wealthy and entrepreneurs. And that's the height of like, that's the highest echelon go. I will also say I'm deeply worried that they're talking about taking young, attractive, well, young women uh, across state lines and into international countries for what reasons exactly? Unclear. Unclear. Peyton asks what the deal is with Natalie because it's affecting their work because she's calling <laughs> she's calling Josh Stop. constantly for help yes. with the littlest things. Yes. And um, it's pulling him away from work. 
And then Peyton says, it's just starting to look really fishy. We all know she wants to be in our industry. And they're basically telling him she's using you, man. And it's like, yeah, duh. Like, I mean, yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and he doesn't really have anything to say. He goes, well, you know, I care for her. He doesn't say I love her. She means everything to me. He goes, well, I care for her and I'm helping her out. And that's kind of all he has to say about it. Because they're not boy. She, even Natalie doesn't say it's my boyfriend. It's like this, you know, they slept together. I believe they literally slept together one time. I think that was it. Mm-hmm. And she's obviously been pursuing him, but I think even she knows it's not her boyfriend. So she doesn't call him that. She's like, it's my, it's Josh, a potential of like getting married and she cares for him. She's always hanging off him, but they don't even kiss. It's Mm-mm. very odd. They're not even playing at anything. It's strange. Yeah. So, I I mean, that was pretty much it. We see on next week's episode, she's having a meal with Josh and asking about their future. So she is starting to push for things. Right. And she ends up walking away from the dinner in tears. And she's telling the cameras, I gave Michael seven years. I can't do the same with Josh. Mm. And that was shocking to think about. She was only 30 or early thirties when she got with Michael. So back then she was, and you know, her, her, one of her big storylines has been wanting a child. And back, back when she first got with Michael, you know, if you're 30, 31, 32, it's like, Oh yeah. Like I'll get pregnant in the next couple of years and it'll be no problem. Now she's nearing 40 and she's like, okay, I really want, you know, it's been her storyline. I really want to have a kid. And Oh God. And her mom in next episode is pressuring uh-huh. her about I, her mom's kind of emphatically saying, I, re- you need to, I really want you to have a family and have a baby. Oh, and so it's a lot. Poor Natalie. Poor Natalie. Indeed. Well, <laughs> we'll move on to Chantel. Now Chantel's another one that she says something about how long she was with Pedro or Pedro for years nearly like 10 years she wasted her time with him i mean he was a nightmare we don't even need to talk about him and that family so obviously she's being featured in this she's divorced she decided to go to greece with three of her friends who are loving the camera more than (laughs) they love the mirror i mean they are up with makeup and one-liners they are loving it anyway so all off in greece celebrating this divorce and the words that come out of Shanta, just divorced, just broken up and finished a relationship of nearly a decade. I'm hoping to find love here in Greece. What do these people think love is? Why do they have to constantly go from one relationship to another relationship? They have to constantly be dating or they don't feel, they don't feel worthy. Is that what it is? These people yeah. that constantly need to be seeking a partner. Why can they not just be on their own? They need constant validation. And now they're all, now they're all reality stars. And so they just need attention constantly. And I, yes. I don't get it either. It's like, just go on a vacation. Like just no. have yep. fun. She's like, I'm gonna find, so I'm going to find love here. This is what I'm going to get Greek man. And it's going to be anyway. So she ends up, she's been going on these, you know, so it's this whole thing of her going out at night and making out with some Greek guys or whatever guys she meets, blah, blah, blah. Then there's this guy called Yanis. Mm-hmm. um that um she really really likes and so she goes in this episode that i watched she goes on a beach she's kissed him goes on a date the next day with all of his friends in the water and then she this was brilliant and i couldn't i i i got her so much at this this statement she's like um you know he, she was talking to him she's like well my ideal man is honestly is an orphan because um i had to deal with such 
terrible in-laws and family that that's why I was like, I hear you, sister, I hear you. Um, and he was like, uh, I really love my family. And she's like, mm, mm. and the voiceover's like, I don't know if he's going to be the right one. <laughs> this is like day three. It's like day three of her vacation. She's like, I think I found the man. Oh my God. You're not shopping for a coat. I don't understand these people that have to, I just, it's just not my vibe. Anyway, so so then it was kind of that we just see them. So what's going on with Chantal in this episode? Was she in it? She's not in this episode, but we do see a preview for next week in which she is, I believe, standing on a beach with that guy and having a sort of defining the relationship talk. Oh my God. I can't. I can't. Uh, and he's just like, um, uh, okay. I came here to bang as many women as I could this summer. Like, right. what? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Who's Kuk-a-duke. next? Um, so v- this is, listen, I don't want to spend time on this because it's so ridiculous and pointless, Veronica. Veronica, as we remember, was never even on 90 Day apart from being a side character because she was Tim, the most, that little troll man. Um, his his ex-partner and then she was on the single live whatever it, she's now with jamal who loves the tv loves the camera he's the son of another like it's just this whole three this is just ridiculous and pointless like we know all of this is set up the majority of all of this but these three are just so stupid tim's in it constantly i can't stand to look at little troll man and his black eyeliner and the fact he's walking around thinking what he's wearing is stylish i <laughs> listen right now i'm wearing sweatpants mix mi, mi, mismatched um nike socks and a green jumper sweater and that's it so i i accept where i am right now but i'm not walking around my house gray gardens-esque saying i'm a style icon as i've sat in this outfit but i would not go out in this outfit what tim goes out in I don't even I don't even know where he buys it. I don't know where shops even sell those type of jeans anymore. It's like a wet seal in the mall 2008. He's a time traveler. I don't know where he's shopping. I guess he's had that stuff since then. <laughs> Such an What odd so what do they do at last episode? Oh, it's I, I fast forwarded most of it. It's Tim okay. and Jamal. They don't get on because you know they just don't don't question me about being Chloe's dad and Jamal going, but I might be her stepdad. And then he gets angry while he's sat there wearing dog tags, and <laughs> she's going, "Please, guys, don't fight. I don't want to be in the middle. It's pointless." It's like, pointless. girl, you love being in the middle. You That's love this. All. So, what were they doing on your episode? Okay, so yeah, I remember seeing the like previously on, and it was that dinner where they're fighting. So we pick up with them, and it's the day after that and they are going so jamal veronica tim and louisa are going who apparently is like tim's this woman he's just starting to date and they're going to play tennis and tim his tennis outfit since we talk about his clothes he's wearing white Mm -hmm. skinny jeans silver keds an american apparel tank top and these like 2000 sunglasses to play tennis to play tennis and there's a really funny moment where he falls into the net and knocks it over uh so that's that's the tennis notes 
<laughs> I was watching it. I'm like, Pauline would hate this tennis outfit. Oh and God. so they get done with the match and Jamal and Tim have a little chat and Jamal apologizes yeah. for things escalating and for bringing oh, up wow. Chloe. And Tim's like, yeah, I just get really overprotective over Veronica. And I'm sorry for hurting your feelings, man. And they bury the hatchet. Then they make out. And then... Then (laughs) Yeah, they make out. And then they all go out to dinner. And... Tim goes to Veronica. Oh, Veronica, how how is it that I like my steak? And she's like, medium rare. Or no, sorry, medium well. Hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, medium well. I always forget. And she's like... Do you want me to order it for you? And he's like, yeah, that'd be great. And I'm like, what are you guys what? doing? Order your own meal. This is so weird. And Jamal's commenting on that to us about like, why are they yeah. doing that? And then this other woman is at the dinner with them, Louisa, and they're asking about their Jamal's like, so what's the deal? Are you guys exclusive? Like, how's it going with y'all? And um, they're like, no, we're we haven't even talked about that yet. We're just friends. They give these non answers. And then Louisa's talking to the cameras outside and she's like, I don't know why I like him, but I like him. I really like him. And I was like, well, I know why. Yeah, <laughs> we all know why. I mean, yeah, like it's pretty obvious. She's so stunning. She's so gorgeous. Yeah. And then back at the dinner, Veronica starts a conversation in Spanish with Louisa, mm-hmm. giving her advice on dating Tim. They're really like, reaching for a store. I mean, they're just reaching. There's no... Yeah reason these people should be on our television they're scraping the barrel it just feels like jamal and tim and veronica got on a zoom call Mm. and they were like hey let's get on this next season you guys will be dating we'll be fighting about how close her and i are it'll be great like that's what it feels like so yeah yeah, that that was them well the only other person that i have in my episode was lovely tyree and um tyree goes to narlands new orleans as i say it or Narlands. And um, he goes with his friends who are the loveliest friends. They mm-hmm. are so, I think one of them is his brother, actually. So encouraging. We want to get Tyree out there and just talking to people and feeling confident again because he'd been stood up on his very first date oh. ever. I know. So um, he's like, let's just take him out. And he's there and he's really excited. And they go to a bar and they meet this girl called Teresa. And uh, she seems lovely and she starts speaking to him. And he was really excited and he got her number and a date set up for the next day. And um, his friends were like, yeah, you did it. Good for you, man. You're amazing. And they're just like the most encouraging, lovely friends. Like I said, I think one of his is his brother. And that was the whole end of Tyree's uh, segment. So I don't know if he went on the date. So what happened? Did you see him in your episode? He wasn't on my episode, but yeah. he. I saw the preview next week. We get more with him. And no. he's going on another date and he's okay. talking about how nervous he is and he's sweating and laughing nervously. It, it was no. just all about, yeah, being okay. scared about the date. So who else did you have Debbie then? Yeah, I had Debbie and John. So what are they up to? So John, you guys remember, is the brother of Patrick of Patrick and Thais. Yeah. And so John is in, he's living in Las Vegas, but he's visiting San Antonio, Texas to meet his girlfriend, Megan, who he has been talking to online. They've been talking for um, five months or so. And this is Hmm. the second time that they've met up. Okay. So he, he gets to the hotel, FaceTimes with Patrick. Um, Patrick's just like, make sure you're honest 
about your feelings and what you want. And, you know, if you want kids or not and all that, just foreshadowing what happens. Mm. So he goes to a park the next day to meet up with Megan and her little daughter. And he's meeting her daughter already. Yeah. And, um, she is like five years old, maybe. And, um, Megan, she's so adorable. Megan talks to us about how her daughter river is on the autism spectrum and she's nonverbal so far. Um, and just how much she loves being her mother and all of this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they have brought her bike there and John is installing training wheels. Oh, so okay. this was a, it was cute, okay, you know, yeah. putting on the training wheels and she's helping with the wrench and all that. And, um, he's like, Oh, I've never dated anyone with a kid before. Mm-hmm. And then they, the only other scene is they go to river walk. Have you been to San Antonio? No. I've driven, I've probably driven through it. I drive all the way through Texas. I just don't think, I don't think I have been San Antonio. Okay. So right by Austin, it's like an hour away. Probably then. And, uh, it's, it's a, it's a cute city. I like it. It has this area. Um, what's it called? Riverwalk. I think it's called. And it's a big tourist area, but you're all along the river. There's all these lights and restaurants and they do, uh, you know, like boat rides and things. And so they go down there for a romantic date. And, um, Megan seems like a sane, normal person. She's very pretty. Um, if you saw, I, I would love to see her try something else with her eyeliner. It's all say, but she is gorgeous and um she's gonna go visit him in las vegas and good that that was kind of that so Um, i was like okay john okay was there any chance we saw before he was leaving uh any sight of the pomeranian that thais and patrick have no the palm was not on the facetime but they have a kid now (gasps) yeah those two so they were more interested in the palm okay (laughs) (laughs) they were talking about the kid but no mention of the palm you're right i forgot about that little doggy they got okay um and then debbie (laughs) debbie what is going on with her so you guys remember debbie uh, obviously debbie and osama osama so she's 67 she's from georgia she is going to Miami to meet this man that she calls Ruben the Cuban. Woo! He met him online. Her son, you remember Julian, the cop, mm-hmm. who's like very protective of Debbie. Julian is going on the trip with her. And she's like, Good. he basically forced it. He's probably going to be a wet blanket, man. Man. Oh, God, I miss doing Debbie's voice. Mm-hmm. And so she, uh, they fly there. She gets out her most fabulous fan because you know it's oh, Miami. It's so oh. hot, and she heads to her date with Ruben. Yes, Julian, of course, is worrying. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like hiding behind a plant. Mm. And um, she gets there, and this Ruben guy—he's age appropriate. He's, Great. I think, late fifties. Great, and she's you know sixty-seven, so it's yep. great, great age. And he is dressed in an equally colorful and eccentric outfit as her. He's a character. He's got these yellow sunglasses on. He's wearing this button up shirt that has this like art print on it. And he's got flowers and chocolate and balloons. Yes. 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 It's so funny because Debbie's talking to the camera and she's like, you know, normally I go for like, more conservative type dresser and 
you know, I think she kind of likes to be the star, you know, sure. and she's like, so I don't know with the balloons and the chocolate and the shirt, it's a little bit of overkill, man. No. And it's so funny. Cause she's wearing like this peacock outfit with like a big brooch <laughs> and a fan and like glitter sandals. That. So it's hilarious. They, uh, <laughs> They go to dinner and they're hitting it off. She's got she's got some drinks in her. She's Good. getting loose. Good. And she reveals to us, Osama tried to have sex with me several times. She she emphasizes this several times, several oh. times. Osama tried to have sex with me, but I didn't give that punk my ice cream. <laughs> Sorry. What? I I've never she references she references him several times and it's so funny it's amazing and then oh. she's talking about how you know she wants to get back to being sexual though right and but and she has chemistry with this guy oh. Ruben um but she goes you know we need to work we need to work up to it because yes. we don't need Miss Debbie having a boom boom coronary <laughs> I thought you were I do you know I genuinely thought you were gonna say I thought she was gonna say and we don't need any unwanted pregnancies here <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. that would have been great oh god now that you say it I feel like I saw something about that for next episode but I'll look into that anyways so she uh <laughs> She wraps up the date and she's like, you know, I'm not rushing anything, but there is chemistry there. He's an interesting guy. And then they have this kiss at the end and he is, remember, he's got these like these oddball yellow sunglasses on at nighttime, flamboyant shirt, and they go in for the kiss and he has his eyes wide open kissing her. Stop it, Kay. And then she gets in the car and she, you know, flourishes her fan, like off into the night, like goodbye. And the camera just shows him with this like giant grin on his face. And I was like, go Debbie. I don't know. I don't know if people like Debbie, but I think she's so funny. I think that sounds great. I think they sound like a perfect match. Yeah. So that's all the characters in this night. I mean, are you going to continue watching it, Kate? Single Life? I I am because the episodes Mm. were shorter, right? It was were they? I think so because okay. the ones we've been watching are an hour and a half. Oh and I my think, God. But, <laughs> but I don't what know. We I could have I... done with that hour and a half of our lives. We're <laughs> on episode 17 of 90 Day Fiance, an hour and a half times 17. Well, we, we could have probably got another bachelor's degree in that time. And like, it's just, <laughs> we could have done our, mo- we could have applied to a master's program and been accepted. But we've been Absolutely. watching Wednesday Beyonce. Trade for a marathon. Yeah. So uh I think I will watch. Okay. I, I don't know if I'll be religious, you know, watching it every week, but I think I'll drop in. Yeah, yeah. What about I think you? I'll I will for Natalie because I want to see her on this shoot so badly. I'm thinking about it. They're gonna show it, Kate. They won't have dropped that in and not show it. They're yeah. gonna show her on a movie set. Can you? She's going to go and like speak to the director and sit in the director's chair and stuff. I cannot. I have to. I want to see Natalie get on a studio lot, you know, like. (gasps) I want to see her do background. She is perfect for background. Yes. Yes. Hey, there's so much to do with her. So yeah, I think I'll pop into. um, 
So thank you, Wheel of Shame, for that. They wanted us to see how Debbie and Natalie were doing. So thank you for that. But we do need to head over, guys, to our Wheel of Shame to pick a new episode for next, a new show for next week. So, Kate, let's uh, let's head on over to the Wheel of Shame. Let's head there. We're at the Wheel of Shame. We're here. We're here. here. Oh, it's uh, looking so good. It's looking so good. We have everything from Mean Girl Murders. We have Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown, (gasps) Sin City ER, Strange Love, Houdini's Last Secrets, Yeti Massacre, Fatal Vows, Ghost Hunters, Celebrity Ghost Stories, Prison Wives. We have a lot on our Wheel of Shame that we've added. So we got a mix. Um... I'm I would really really love um, and I keep saying this every week I think it's what was the one I'm saying that now oh well I do think that we should see um oh there's buying naked that's the one that Kate and I are kind of interested buying naked thousand pound sisters I've been watching it Kate I really need to talk to you about it if you haven't watched it okay Ooh, a lot going on there dude a lot going on anything you'd like for this week from the wheel of shame um you mentioned no uh anthony bourdain no reservations i love him so this one is parts unknown but yeah oh parts unknown right um oh i know i would yeah yeah, i would absolutely love that i love him that would be great he was he really was amazing yeah um all right so let's spin the wheel and let's see what we'll get come on wheel of shame are we ready are we ready let's go give us what we need give us what we want and what we need three two one spin round and round she goes where she stops, nobody knows. Except we do it is so. I. Oh wow, guys! I didn't take this off deliberately, and I don't know how we're going to deal with this. I and I kept going back saying I should probably take this show off the wheel of shame. Mm. We got sister wives. Oh my god. Okay. Now, guys, if you cast your mind back when we, this has been on since the beginning of the Wheel of Shame, okay? Beginning, nearly two years now. Mm-hmm. And we had, um, we had like, Kate and I used to watch like bloody 17 episodes and stuff in a week, but we had done a couple of seasons and then split it up to another couple of seasons. Um, I don't know what we're going to do with this, Kate, because we've discussed what's, you know, we had Renee on. Um, on one of our special episodes and discussed what was currently going on in the last season of Sister Wives. So do we take this opportunity to go back and pick like an insane season, maybe the catfish season? Yeah, we never, yeah, because remember we covered it and it was like seasons one through four or something. And then it was like five through eight or whatever. Yeah, we did. So maybe we just watch the episode where the catfish thing breaks, you know, like everyone talks about it. Okay. All right, we're going to do that. I remember they're on a family vacation. I can see see it now. And they're at a dinner table and Mary's like, I I, I don't know what's going to happen to me. And then it kind of, she tells it all. But there's never been, it's never been like, well, we'll get into that. But yes, I think we'll do that then, Kate. We'll just watch that one episode. I'll find it and um, I will will let you know which one it is. And then, of course, I'll have to text Renee immediately and let her know that we're covering it. Yes. Um, We didn't rate the show, by the way. What would you rate 90 Day Fiancé, The Single Life? It was, I was entertained more so than the current season, I'll be honest, or the episode we just watched of the current Uh, season. uh. Um, I will give The Single Life 500 pounds of learning. 450. 
Okay. Fair. 450. Yep. All yep. right. Um, all right, guys. So we're going to love you and leave you. If you have not already, go and listen to Tuesday's episode in that we discuss 90 Day Fiance. And on Friday, we have our Bravo only episode. We are discussing Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Vanderpump Rules, the new season. So please go and listen to that. And as always, join our, we ask that you join our, well, we don't ask, we beg. No, we suggest we uh we have a patreon and on that it's just five dollars a month that's all it is five bucks and on our patreon kate and i twice a month will go and find a weird wild insane documentary unsolved murders ufos cults ghosts pop culture phenomenons whatever we can find that is going to be a fascinating documentary we pull it we cover it um it's kind of nothing to do with what we usually do on here we have a ton of back catalog we also had um kate reminded us we covered 90 day fiance uk purely on our patreon you have 20 30 40 hours of material that is only available to people on our patreon so sign up by going to patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n com and search for tender loving care podcast or even easier go to the show notes right now as you listen to this click on the patreon button five bucks a month and then you have an insane amount of episodes to listen to whenever you feel like it yes and you're supporting the show it means a lot to us we see everyone signing up lately and it makes us so happy and feel so yes. supported so thank you everyone and um, find us on YouTube. We have the video versions of the podcast on there. Search for us, Tender Living Care Podcast. You'll find us and we'll talk to you very soon. We will. We'll see you on Friday. Have a good week. Stay dry. Bye-bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.